Hello and welcome. This is Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. This is episode 47 and I am your host, Justin Lamb. Who's excited? I'm excited. Uh, this is another Halloween episode, uh, October episode, horror movie episode. Uh, like I've mentioned four billion times before, if you've been following along, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of 90s horror movies and I'm packing in as many as I can this year in the month of October. So this is probably my, I don't know, fourth episode in a week? Why not? Why not? Third? Fourth? I can't count. That's not part of my job. I just label each episode and that's the number I know. So thank you so much for joining me. And if you uh, have been following along with the plumbing you can hear in the background right now, <laughs> that we watched Dolly Dearest, which was just horrendous. And this week, uh, another another one hit it out of the park. And I will say this was a made-for-TV movie that I thought was a theatrical release and was wrong. But somehow it still spun off into uh, two more sequels after that that were also made for TV. All of it originating from a short story from Stephen King from 1974. So lots to unpack there. Also, I'm finally opening a beer that, uh, so as, as you may or may not remember or know, I didn't drink for quite a while because of a medication I was on and I, uh, people were giving me beers at this point saying, oh, you got to try this. And I said, Hey, I will eventually. So I'm going to crack open a beer that was given to me over the summer. It was a limited release beer, a seasonal beer, if you will. And I haven't been able to try it yet. So I'm going to do that, which I'm a little excited about because it's just been sitting there in my fridge. And you know, some stuff I'm aging, like I have uh, some barrel-aged stuff from last Christmas and before that I'm waiting for that one-year mark to pop it open, and so this one is not one of those, and we'll hear more about that shortly. But let's get into it. I'm, my friend from California is joining me, California and uh, and junior high and high school. I've known her for a real long time, uh, Johanna Bell. She will be our Bargov. I think I screwed that up. We'll find out. And if my mic sounds bad later on, that's because I realized for about three episodes, it was turned around the opposite way because I'm a bit of a moron. I believe Fergie said it best when she said, let's get it sharded in here. All right, this beer was given to me by my friend Willie P, bass player extraordinaire. You might know him as Billy Perkins, or you might know him from the pop punk episode that we recorded but never released because the audio screwed up. We'll have to redo that one because we have a lot of fun facts about MXPX amongst other bands. Uh, but he gave me this when he was over here. We were playing some music together, and... I was super excited to try it because I don't think I've had it before. I know it's been out for a number of years, but I missed out on it. And that's from Bell's Brewery, and this is Quinnanan Falls. It is an India-style pale lager. Uh, I feel like a real moron. I gotta be. I gotta be honest here. I was reading about this beer, and I thought that Quinnanan Falls was just a waterfall in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan somewhere, but nope. It was an imaginary place that the uh, 
the creator of bells just dreamt of and then made a beer out of so it doesn't exist people stop google mapping it you're not going to find anything i learned that the hard way but it is an india pale lager and like all bells beers it does have a shelf life so this is where things get a little this is where things get a little nutty um not flavor wise so shelf life on this beer is three months if you look on the bottom it was packaged on june 8th if you're following your calendar this is about a little over four months old right now so uh, i'm hoping that doesn't change anything i know it's not going to have the freshest taste but if i can get those sweet hops on my lips i think we'll be all right i think we'll be in good shape i got my pants on tight in case i get excited was that inappropriate and I'm excited to give it a try. It's literally, it's been sitting in my fridge and staring at me every time I open it and goes, Justin, Justin, drink me, drink me. And I'm like, that's weird. I don't think my alcohol is supposed to talk to me. But the more you drink, the more your alcohol talks to you. I don't know if you knew that or not. But let's crack this open. It's 6.3% alcohol, which is a bit high. Higher than what I've had lately. Uh, I know normal like India Pale anything that's not very high, but I've been on the low end of the alcohol spectrum lately, so bear with me. And it's definitely an India Pale Lager and not an India Pale Ale. It is very light in color. I mean, this thing could pass for a Bud Light easily. Let's see. Oh, I think I'm gonna. Eh, I don't want to overflow the glass. You guys do that? Like maybe you have a 12 ounce beer in a 12 ounce glass and you're like, fuck it, it says 12 ounces. I'm going to fit the whole damn beer in there. But you don't take into account the, uh, the head of the beer nor the motion of the beer as you try to move it towards your mouth. Um, <laughs> it's real full. Oh, it smells like a lager too. I thought I'd get some of the hoppiness off the, off the uh, aroma, but this thing smells, I feel like I just dumped a light beer in here. Oh, but they're them hops. They're them hops sneaking up on you. That's nice. So you get you get a nice punch in the face of the of your typical uh, IPA, but it's it's not as filling. It's a lot lighter because it's the lager. This is a good balance. This is actually pretty impressive. I'm sad I didn't get to drink this all summer long. Uh, of course, it's not a session IPA. So if I drank this the way I would drink session IPAs, I'd be a little fucked up. But pretty tasty uh i can't get over how light it is in color that's you know most uh ipls if you will still have some of that copper color but this is this is a light one guys light to drink light to look at heavy on flavor very tasty uh, Bell's Brewery, of course, another Michigan brewery. I know I do a lot of Michigan breweries, guys, but I'm in Michigan. Plus, as someone that travels around the country um, for work and for fun and for high fives, I can tell you uh, breweries like Bell's and Founders, are you can find them pretty much anywhere in the country, from California out to the East Coast. Um, but this is really good. I like the, uh, the Simcoe hops which you can't, you can usually smell the Simcoe hops a lot more than I think you'd be able to, but 
Not so much in this, but you can definitely taste them. They punch your mouth in the in the face, in the mouth face, with some hops. I get you right in the mouth face with the hops. Ah, my, my, my mouth face. That's that's their general reaction. I've been awake a long time. jump in here for anyone just joining us uh i'm talking to my friend johanna uh i don't want to screw up your last name because i've never said it out loud before (laughs) is it just bargava it's just you're there you're close it's bargo the the a is silent at the end Damn Um, silent a i knew you'd fuck me um but i still actually have not officially changed it Um, i'm gonna call you johanna bell then that's fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, any frequent listeners of the podcast may remember a cranberry story I won't get into. <laughs> One of the best stories ever, though. <laughs> and thank you for that. Um, but we, uh, I asked Johanna if she wanted to watch a, a movie uh, on, from this long list of 90s movies that I've been talking about for like three episodes now. And you picked... I'm glad you picked this one, though I... <laughs> automatically regret watching it Uh, because there was a number of them that are like a series like there's the uh uh, of course now i can't think of any of them but like all the child's play movies are from the 90s except for the first one yeah the first one yeah um and there's uh, there's like six children of the corns in the 90s but uh, (laughs) you pick sometimes they come back Which I was excited about because I knew the I knew the cover art too, which I was mm-hmm. super surprised that it was a made for TV movie. Yeah, because <laughs> I would have assumed I saw that cover art at like a theater when I was a kid. Yeah, but but now you know better. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I don't because I still will watch the sequels. Damn it! Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but sometimes they came back. Came out in '91. It was on CBS. It's based on a Stephen King short story from 1974. I guess, which explains the greaser characters, I guess. Yes, yeah, I guess a little bit more, yeah. <laughs> fresh out of the greaser era. I wonder when Stephen King was born. I should have looked that up. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Was, <laughs> no, I watched something recently. Or was I going to watch? See, this is the problem when you look up, like, 300 horror movies. All the <laughs> yeah, just intertwined right. with each other. But I watched something that was based on a Stephen King story and Stephen King hated it so much he legally had his name removed from the project. Really? <laughs> and now I can't remember what that is but it makes me want to watch whatever it was. Um, huh. Yeah, so I think the goal here was to watch a terrible horror movie. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> and it, it wasn't bad in the ways I was hoping it would be bad. Well, you know, here's what I have to say in its sort of defense is like for a made for TV movie in 1991, it wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be. That's a fair point. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I, you know, it, it started off pretty terrible. Uh, You know, how I had mentioned, like, uh, you know, it just seemed like a scene from, you know, like a teacher's going to change the world kind of thing. Dangerous minds. 
Yeah, <laughs> dangerous minds. Yeah, you know, with all the the kids being rowdy in the classroom and high fiving each other. <laughs> yeah. So the story, I'll tell everybody the, yeah. the premise. <laughs> this guy, this kid. Um, I don't know how to explain this. This kid and his <laughs> older brother try to take a shortcut through a train tunnel, and some greaser guys like stop them in their car, and. Uh, a, a fight ensues, kind of, and uh, the kids, yeah, the kids' older brother uh, and the greasers all die in a car accident uh, when the train comes through the tunnel and is a very exaggerated explosion. <laughs> it's like no train or car explodes in that manner. It was, um, and then thirty years later, he comes back to this town because apparently it's the only job, only teaching job in the country is in this hometown <laughs> that him and his parents abandoned when his brother got murdered, and uh, he decides to teach at that school. And these greasers come back to haunt him, and they come back. As <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a whole thing I couldn't grasp either, and I kept waiting for a twist where it was like. All in his head. <laughs> all in his head, yeah. Nope. <laughs> no such luck. Because all the other students can see these uh, ghosts and can interact with them. Yeah, but no one can see the car. <laughs> yeah, no one can see the car. <laughs> Everyone can see the students, but they can't see the car they're driving. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of things. But the thing that, right when I turned it on, it starts off with like a narration. and Which is funny, because now that I think about it, he didn't narrate the rest of the movie. Right? No, he did. I don't know. No, he didn't. I don't even think at the very end. No, it was yeah. just the intro sort of thing. Yeah. It, yeah. And it was, it's very like Boo Radley. Was like, oh, when I was a kid, I went down and uh, <laughs> it was a hard time. Never thought yeah. I'd be back at this town. And you're like, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> and then the narration stops. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, there's no yeah. other narration in the movie. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there is no more narration. Um, it just... Uh, and you know, I have to say, like the acting of like the main characters wasn't terrible. No. Um, it really wasn't. Um, it, it was the all the kids in it that kind of sucked. Um, the girls <laughs> and the students. Uh, Chip. Uh, Chip. <laughs> Chip. So Chip was one of three people murdered. There was three. There was only three, right? Technically, yeah. the fourth at the end. All but three students. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the one student, the punk rock kid with the guitar. You know, rides his bike with his guitar on his back. Mm-hmm. He is, he's chased off the road by the imaginary car. Um, and that was his his death scene, the shot of him laying on the ground. Yeah. In the valley, and he's somehow like covered in blood. Which yeah, I, yeah. Mouth agape. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who flies off a bike in that way, but he does. Uh, and then who is the girl? I was confused yeah, by that. I don't know. Somehow she got hung. Yeah. Because uh, I, I guess, oh, I guess he was carrying a rope when they kept showing it. Oh. Because <laughs> the, the teacher, the main character, keeps dreaming about these deaths before they happen or as they right. happen or whatever. Uh, but far and away, the best death of the three kids yes. is Chip. <laughs> you want to tell everybody how Chip dies? So the greasers, one of the greasers always carries around this uh, pocket knife. And that's actually who the older brother in the beginning gets stabbed with this pocket knife. And so they they kidnap Chip once the greasers have come back to haunt. And um, (laughs) they pull out the pocket knife and, you know, attack Chip. And all you see is the 
outside <laughs> the car and then body parts flying off that they had apparently started just mutilating him with a fucking pocket knife. Yeah. Very <laughs> Yeah, it's like a, a switchblade that's that can't be longer than three inches. Yeah, it's very blade. short. <laughs> and somehow they completely dismember uh, Chip <laughs> in the back seat of the car uh, by cutting his limbs off. Oh, there's a cat. Hi, cat. Oh, say, hey, buddy. That's yeah. Love me some cats. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Sorry, I'm distracted by cats. I'm like a cat. Shiny object, I'm gone for hours. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, so they, they throw out... I like the amount of body parts, too. It's not like two oh, arms, two legs. It's like an, a hand, a forearm, a torso, a head, one Just leg like right part. Just like right Really went to town. <laughs> yeah so chip chip bites it that way and mm -hmm. so then it's it's revealed to exercise the demons apparently he has to replay this whole thing with these zombie versions of uh which by the way that's that kind of pissed me off so they reveal their like zombie faces yeah a couple times and that would be way scarier than it was pretty, that was pretty creepy looking. You I have could, to, yeah, you know. You could do a, I feel like they could have done way more with that. And that's like, I just yeah. watched a movie where like dolls that were uh, uh, <laughs> possessed by Satan. And, yeah. Because why not? Yeah. But the whole, <laughs> the whole thing was out of this little satanic tomb. And the thing in the satanic tomb was a child with a goat's head. And I was like, you guys could have made a whole movie out of that. Yeah. Way scarier <laughs> than these dolls. Uh, anyway. <laughs> That's, I did a whole episode on that. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, so they have to recreate that and then uh, for whatever reason, which makes no sense yeah. to me. And the whole thing, ha apparently they've okay. been haunting because he <laughs> took their car keys as a child before he ran out of the train tunnel. Oh, is that? Okay, I didn't understand. Was That was connected to the rabbit's foot, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, like, I was uh, like, what the fuck is the point of the rabbit's foot? Okay. They did a bad job explaining that. But from what I gathered... <laughs> Uh, they blamed him for dying because mm -hmm. he took their car keys so they couldn't get out of the tunnel okay. in time. Okay. So he had to give them their car keys and then they still couldn't get out and now they're in hell. But not for long apparently because the exact same plot line happens in the sequel that I'm super excited <laughs> to watch. I'm totally going to do that too now. I feel like I it's, have to. <laughs> it's funny because like one of the reasons why I chose this one is because I... I love, love, love scary movies, but my favorite scary movies are ghost stories. And so I was like, okay, ghost story, you know, good, solid ghost story. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> There's definitely some demons in there. <laughs> yeah, 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 demons. Um, one part that I thought was really funny is, so the um, the mom and um, the son, they go to like a church for like sanctuary or whatever. Oh, and the little kid opens the fucking door twice. Not once, but twice. <laughs> that is a kid that doesn't learn. Um, and, and the he, kid is from uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Day. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he was in a couple other movies. I'm going to go through a bunch of stuff here. There's so many There's so many 90s movies that all these people are associated yeah. with. Um, but yeah, the kid, the first time he opens it, it's obviously the, the demon guy's. Yeah. And they stick their foot in and their footlights on fire because it's church, <laughs> which is fantastic. Um, and so then the second time it happens, well, it can't be them another time, right? So you got to right. open the door that time. 
It's like yeah. his dad. And yeah. But yeah, they, in his defense, uh, they disguised their voice to sound like their dad. But still, I'd put a little more caution into just opening the door at that point. Yeah, because there's like <laughs> legit demons. You've seen their their demon faces. The mom, now that you mention it, the mom and the son are way too calm about the whole thing. I know. Yeah. After the yeah. whole, like, like the the house incident where the, they break in through the windows and they all have their like scary zombie faces. Oh yeah. <laughs> then it's after that, that they go to the church. Yeah. And like, when we get back to that scene, the mom's just like, oh, I'm sorry, you're hungry. We just got to wait for your father. <laughs> like you're going through something way bigger than that casual conversation. Yeah. <laughs> like I would be like, I don't know, having like seizures and panic attacks. So like, yeah. yeah, I didn't think about how calm they were in the church. <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, yeah, and he he brings him to church. Says, "Oh, my brother said this will be safe." What? Yeah. When? <laughs> Did that scene get deleted? Because that never yeah, happened. No, it didn't. Uh, you're right. It's all very confusing. Yeah, the church now brings up a lot more questions. Um, so the main guy, uh, who uh, something Jim Norman, Jimmy Norman, that's the character's yeah. name. <laughs> He, uh, Tim Matheson, my wife kept coming into the room when I was watching this and going, who's that guy? Is that Paul Rudd? I was like, no, it's not, it's not Paul Rudd. Um, I can see the resemblance, I guess. <laughs> now that you mention it. <laughs> but, uh, then she's like, who is he? I, what is he from? The second I said his name, Tim Matheson, she knew who he was. I still didn't. Um, he's familiar, but. Yeah, exactly. Like I recognized him, yeah. but. He did yeah. a bunch of stuff, uh. He was in Animal House and mm. then like a bunch of stuff pre-90s, but uh, I don't ever talk about that crap on the show. So from the 90s, <laughs> uh, he was in Drop Dead Fred, which I need to do an episode on because I used to love that movie. Oh my gosh. I know, right? I love that movie. You just and my dad it, hated you? it so much. He <laughs> hated that fucking shit. Oh my God. <laughs> Why did he hate it so much? I think he just thought Fred, Drop Dead Fred was just obnoxious. I think he just he didn't he find was. any humor in it and just found the whole thing obnoxious. I remember so. loving that movie. I, I don't did know too. why. It was, yeah, that's, <laughs> her like imaginary friend comes back as an adult. I could use some of that. Bring on the make believe. Um, <laughs> he was in Black Sheep. He was um, Chris Farley's brother who was running for office. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, so his IMDb history is all made for TV movies. Like, he did, like, <laughs> 20 of them in the 90s. Oh. So he's a typecast in that way. Well, I mean, at least he was uh, solidly acting, so good for yeah. him in that way, you know? <laughs> you know, you, you hit your stride with movies like Animal House, and then, yeah. you, <laughs> and then you do... 20 Hallmark movies in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah but. <laughs> he's still doing stuff today. I mean, the guy's, the guy's working, so good for him. Yeah. Uh, the mom is one of the original people from Invasion of the Body Snatchers. The, like, 70s Donald Sutherland. Yeah, I know I recognized her as well. Um, she was also in Babysitter's Club in the 90s. And she was one of the moms. <laughs> I, I never saw that, but... You know, um, some the, the Babysitter's Club show or movie? Movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I didn't even know there was both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which, by the way, uh, now i got to try to remember who it was. One of these people, it might have been that Robert High Gorman, the 
kid, the don't tell the mom the babysitter's dead kid. Mm-hmm. Or it might have been the older Mueller guy. Either way, one of them was in a Jumanji TV show. Did you know Jumanji had a TV show? I did not know that. It doesn't surprise me, I it guess. It ran but... for three years. <laughs> How did that just slip under the radar? From 96 to 99, I found that out, and I was like, what? I don't know. Well, that probably would have been a little past our age at that point to be oh, watching Jumanji. I never grew up. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I didn't either, but... I don't know if I would have. I mean, I loved the movie, but I was I for know. sure buying Star Wars toys with Chad when I was like in ninety <laughs> when I, in ninety eight well, for sure. I mean, I got into Sailor Moon in eighth grade, you know. Uh, so. Yeah, Sailor Moon. That's a whole other episode I got to do. Yeah. <laughs> the anime of the nineties, which was actually yeah, like we, the actual anime of the eighties. <laughs> you were the one that you you printed out all these SOS Save Our Sailors for me when I started the petition to bring the show back on. You're welcome. So. <laughs> I am a team player. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, oh my God. I just, I forgot all about that. I'm having flashbacks. Oh, and while I'm saying I'm having flashbacks, I'm looking at a 1996 Clarkston middle school yearbook. Oh, geez. <laughs> I, I'm in, uh, yeah. So, you know, and I don't know, everyone else that listens to this knows, cause I talk about it all the time, but, uh, I'm in my basement, which is also a bar that I built and hmm. it's, decorated galore behind the bar with 90s stuff blockbuster movie case uh nintendo stuff magic cards uh there's my yearbooks like i said yeah a lot of weird stuff uh oh my save sailor moon what did the sos stand for uh save our sailors save our sailors yep 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 i wish i could find one of those You'd be surprised how much random crap I kept. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I have some somewhere, but yeah. Oh, that's so we did it, though. It came back. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> that's one of the, I mean, any anime I look back on, I'm like, wow, people didn't wear a lot of clothes in anime, did they? <laughs> I know, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good job, Japan. Um <laughs> So, uh, jumping back to this amazing film, sometimes yeah. jumping back. Uh, Robert High Gorman, like I said, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. He was the kid in that. He was in Forever Young with uh, Mel Gibson. And then he was in, he was the kid in Leprechaun, like the original Leprechaun with, okay. with Jennifer Aniston in 1993. Yeah. I need to watch that for this month. I was, I've only seen that once and I was like really drunk, so I don't remember. <laughs> I have sadly seen the first four uh, probably multiple times. <laughs> that includes uh, Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, God, they're so bad. Uh, Robert Russler, who was the main greaser, I don't remember his actual character name. He was like the, the lead guy with the switchboard. Yeah, I, I don't know any of their names. They're just greaser, one, two, three, four. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> He was in Amityville, A New Generation, where they tried to bring back Amityville horror, but in 1993, mm. not like the remake with Ryan Reynolds that they did in like okay, 2002, yeah. but they just tried to like take the name and remake a franchise. It didn't yeah. go well, but I'll be watching that for this podcast probably, too. <laughs> um, yeah, there's all these movies that I want to watch for the podcast, and this is one of the ones I recommended, too, when I think I mail- emailed you. Um Mm. William Sanderson, who played older Mueller, who ends up eating it at the end. Sorry, Mueller. <laughs> he, got, he got taken out, so little uh, 
what was his brother's name? Wade? William? Henry? What the hell was his brother's name? I don't know. Uh, oh, um, Wayne. Wayne. I, think Wayne? It was, I think so. I thought it was with a W. Yeah, yeah we'll I think go with Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. So he, gets, <laughs> he gets killed so Wayne can come back and save the day. Yeah. Go, go Wayne. But he was yep. in uh, Mirror, Mirror, and Mirror, Mirror 2, which are both on Amazon Prime, if you guys want to stream them. <laughs> um, but I want to watch those so bad because... Is that like a horror Snow White kind of thing? No, so you would think so, right? Uh. <laughs> uh, no, it's something like they find a mirror uh, in an attic, and they're like, this is a pretty mirror, and then they just see people getting murdered in it. That's like what I can gather from the protest. I'm going to watch that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, both the first one and the second one are on Amazon Prime, so there goes my weekend. Um, <laughs> but uh, then there's, he was in Wagons East, which was John Candy's last movie. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I specifically remember watching that movie at Matt Moran's house and not finishing it. Really? <laughs> Very so strange random. memory. Random. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, the, the, the kid, though, the kid Wayne... Norman, and I can't remember. Actually, I probably have his name written down in this other sheet. If I can do this without breaking my computer. Okay, I think we're good. Chris Demetral, that's his name. So the kid, the 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 brother that comes back from the dead at the end. Spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> he's uh he's from Royal Oak, Michigan. Oh, how about that? Yeah, and he was uh, he was in the Dolly Dearest movie that I did a, an episode oh. on like two days ago, or yesterday, or time is relative. Um, and then he was also a regular series, uh, or a regular on the series, Dream On. Did you watch Dream On? No, I don't think I've ever even heard of it. It was on for like six seasons, like 90 to 96, and it was the huh. creators of Friends that made that show before they made Friends. Huh. Yeah. There's a little trivia for you. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so sometimes they come back. What, what What's your overall thoughts? <laughs> it's uh, um, <laughs> not great. <laughs> it's not the worst horror movie I've ever seen by any stretch. But, um, you know, um, would I recommend it? You know what is funny? Is um, when I did go on the IMDb page, it was how high some of the ratings were for it. Like it got like everyone was like, "Well, in film, you know." And I was like, "What did you watch?" You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I'm like on I part said, that. <laughs> like I said, for an early '90s made-for-TV movie horror movie, um, it's not the worst. Um, would I recommend it? I I don't know. Sure, why not? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I watched the trailer for the second one. Yeah. And I like to, if I want to watch a sequel to a movie, I would prefer to watch the first one first. Yeah. So for nothing else, watch the first one so you can watch the second one. Because I feel like the second one, they super leaned into the, uh, like the undead blood gore instead of Mm. the storyline. They're like, we don't need the storyline. Right, right. Who cares? Yeah. Bring on a satanic rituals and demons. Cause that's what the that's, second one's all about. I, I'm assuming it's a different family or whatever. Not the same characters. Uh, exact same premise, different family. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sure. Instead of a train accident, I believe it's a satanic cult ritual where he watches okay. his sister get killed. 
Okay. And then 30 years later, guess what? Those satanic (laughs) guys are back to haunt him. Oh, no. And they take over his daughter's body. And who's his daughter? Hillary Swank. (laughs) Uh, Isn't she an Oscar winner? (laughs) Not for that movie. (laughs) And then the the titles just get more clever uh, or more lazy, depending on your (laughs) your, uh, point of view. But So we start with Sometimes They Come Back. Okay. And then sometimes they come back, dot, 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 again. <laughs> okay. And then finally, because what, what else are they going to do? Sometimes they come back for more. <laughs> and the, the third one, just so, so everyone knows the premise, because they see, I thought they were going to stick with the theme. So the first one, you know, he goes back 30 years later and fights the demons. Mm-hmm. The second one, go back 30 years later, fight the demons. The third one apparently takes place in Antarctica where they've opened a gate to hell. Huh, okay. <laughs> so, a little different. But, Getting a little creative, I guess. Um, so. How did they never make a fourth one? I don't know. But who, is, who greenlit all three of these movies? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Someone was sitting in a, in, a, like just in a conference room and, I'll give you three million budget. <laughs> Sir, sir, we'll only need 1.5. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I love it. <laughs> so that is, uh, that's sometimes they come back. Guys, it's on Amazon, at least for the rest of the month, I'm assuming. There's a lot of horror movies on there. Yeah. So g- check those out, and I'm going to keep watching them, keep doing shows. Yeah. And keep I'm having... going to definitely check out the sequel and, and, and Mirror Mirror, I think. Yeah, so. I really want to see Mirror Mirror. The sequel... So sometimes they come back. It's on Hulu, but not mm. on Amazon. I had to think about it. Yeah, it is on Hulu. So there you go. I, you know, I think at the end of this month, Amazon should give me money for promotions. <laughs> <laughs> they should. <laughs> give, me a, give me a free month of Prime. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's the movie. We'll take a little break and then close up the show. All right, we are going to wrap it up. That is going to do it for episode 47. I want to thank Bell's Brewing for Quinnan and Falls. That was delicious. I just finished that. Yummy. I literally burped before I started hitting record. So lucky you guys. And uh, I want to thank uh, Johanna Bell so much, or Johanna Bargav, or however I want to say her last name, official or not. Uh, thank you for joining me and watching this terrible movie. Sometimes they come back. Uh, excited for those sequels like we talked about. Sometimes they come back for more. Or no, sometimes they come back again. Both of those are the sequels. I'm not sure what order they go in. But Hillary Swank's in one of them before she won an Oscar. And uh, I want to apologize on behalf of me and Joanna for trailing off so many times during that last segment. Well, there's just so much going on. You know, we can't stay focused all the time. What kind of place do you think this is? But thank you so much. Uh, Keep going. Keep listening. Next episode coming up uh, probably in a couple days because I'm going to keep this horror movie thing agarin. And that is The Faculty. And my wife will be back for that. And I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but I might have found a beer that my wife likes. So tune in for that. 
and we will hear from you. No, we won't, unless you guys actually reach out. You rarely do. I found that to be the truth. If you do want to, you can find me on Twitter, our Instagram, or Facebook at Beers and 90s. That's B-E-E-R-S-A-N-D-9-0-S. Or email me, beersand90s at gmail.com. Happy to take suggestions for beers, movies, music, anything from the 90s. Uh, probably won't cover the Clinton campaign, but other than that... Let's get let's get it sharded, as Fergie said in the beginning, and she will end it now. Let's hear one more song and take off, alright? How about that? You like that plan? Okay, bye. Bye!